0: Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in as always to Relevance for today. I've got a great show for you. Dug this one out of the tool chest. Great message, very important message that I truly felt needed to be shared again. Stay tuned, folks. It's going to be a good one. I look forward to hearing from you. God bless. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in. We're in the last part of the four-part series of Tough Love. Hope you're enjoying it. Hoping you're getting something out of it. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap it up with a doozy. Stay tuned. okay folks thanks for tuning in as always my prayer is that you'll focus on this tough love series and look at yourselves just like i'm looking at myself and get things taken care of do a self-evaluation It's very important so we're going to get started this one's called stay on guard remember you're victorious okay so here we go so i want to start this one off we're going to be talking about sin We're going to be talking about who we are, who God sees us as, but importantly, guarding ourselves against sin. The enemy's on the prowl. His goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. Remember that. Very important. So I'm going to start this off. We are going to start off with Galatians 5, 19 through 26. Okay. So here we go. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these, let me tell you again, as I have before. That anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Powerful, powerful passage right there. Very important. These are God's words. These aren't mine. Continues on. But the Holy Spirit, so it gives you something good. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And this is the key part those who belong to christ jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross the cross is done and crucified them there since we are living by the spirit let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another powerful very important because as we're coming into this new year you're going to see growth in people. You're going to see expansion in people. You're going to see people taking the internet by storm, sharing the good news. You're going to see ministries flourish and things like that. Whatever you do, do not get jealous. Whatever you do, do not get wrapped up in sin. The Tough Love series is about waking us up individually, because remember what I said before, 2020 with this whole COVID thing, it was like a revival of the personal relationships. The personal relationship between you and the Lord, number one. Personal relationships between you and your spouses. Personal relationships between you and your children. Personal relationship with yourself, getting to know yourself, which I've had to do this year. As I've said before, my wife is a nurse at a nursing home, so staying home and doing quarantining is very important. And uh, learned a lot about myself, learned how to do reschedule my life. I'm a disabled veteran. So figuring out things, figuring out taking time out for myself and so forth. But it's very important as you see people growing and striving, as people come closer to the Lord, you're going to see growth connected with some amazing ministries. So things have been growing for me on this end. And I love sharing the word with you folks and reaching out to the Philippines as well. But we're talking about sin because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. You get a little bit of sin in. And once that door gets cracked open, the enemy can get in there and get you. Men, you know what I'm talking about. We've got to be careful on the Internet. It's very important. We've got pornography. You've got all kinds of sin traps that are just waiting. The Internet is a fantastic thing. I'm using it for the Lord. I know exactly what you can do with it. Many of you are doing the same thing. You're using it for good, but be careful. Watch out for the traps. Watch out for the lures. You'll be sitting there, mind your own business, working on something for the Lord. Next thing you know, little ads pop up here and there, and you're like, what the heck is that? Why, why do I have lingerie posts popping up? You know what I'm saying, guys? Stay focused. Stay away from sin. Stay away from pornography. This big time. You could look it up online. Um, do the research as far as finding out the percentages of men that get trapped. And as women as well, before you know it, you get sucked in and Satan's got you. So be careful. If you're in that situation, focus on getting some help, focus on, they've got different programs online that can help block ads. Uh, You've got different ones out there that can actually help you stay off of pornography and so forth. So check those out. Very important because that's a killer. And there's many countries that ban it. But the United States, hey, we've got to have everything here. So you know how it is. So be careful with that men and women as well. Same thing. Be careful who you talk to. Be careful what you watch. Jensen Franklin preached an amazing message called Watch. Watch your words. A is for attitude. Watch your attitude. Watch your temptations. Watch your character and watch your household. And... I encourage you guys to find that online. Just go on YouTube and look up Jensen Franklin Watch, W-A-T-C-H. Powerful, powerful message. We've got to guard ourselves. We've got to guard our hearts. We've got to guard guard our minds. We're out here doing ministry. We have got to be careful. The enemy's radar is on because he sees us out here doing something for the kingdom. If you're not doing anything for the kingdom, then you have nothing to worry about. But if you're out there doing something for the Lord and you're reaching people and you're sharing the good news and you're helping the needy, taking care of the widows and the orphans and things like that, be careful, stay alert, because the enemy can creep in there. Be careful. Very important. Okay, so I'm going to continue on here. Colossians 3, 5 through 11. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality. There it is again impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of the world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on the new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. You got to learn to be like the creator, right? Get in that word. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. If you are saved, you have the Holy Spirit living within you. The three are one very important and all these are letters from paul and paul wrote these to the churches and we can actually read those in the new testament and learn from those and say okay i see what he's warning the early christians i need to make sure i follow these guidelines and stay focused we have a lot more things thrown at us now than they did back in the day you can access the whole world now right from your phones right from your tablets So we have to be careful. We have to be on alert. We have to remember who we are in Christ. Very important. Okay. Romans 6, 5 through 14, continuing on. Since we have been united with him in his death, we also will be raised to life as he was powerful. We know that our old sinful nature, our old sinful selves, okay, were crucified with Christ. It means they were crucified, they're gone. So that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin but now that he lives he lives for the glory of god so you also steve lewis should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to god through christ jesus powerful do not let sin control the way you live do not give in to sinful desires i've just said most of that do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin Instead, give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have new life. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Amen. Praise God. You know, You get in this word, you read this word, read the Old Testament, read the New Testament, see how God's people lived. focus on that. We have to stay focused. We're supposed to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Very important. That's why uh, some of you may notice I've lost some weight in my face, been working on taking care of my body. Got to lose that weight. You know, we're always talking about certain sins. We have to be careful with that sin word because we label certain sins that we can see, but then the hidden sins we tend to not talk about, or even if they aren't hidden. you know, I was almost 400 pounds at one point. I'm 302 pounds today. I'm six foot five, so you can't really tell, but I still need to take better care of myself. I want my body to be healthy for the Lord so I can do what God called me to do. So getting the weight off for me some of you listening to this, you're in the same boat I am. Here comes New Year's resolutions and everything, but it's taking the time to get serious and do something about it. You know, whether it's overeating, you know, people will sit back and they'll tell someone else they're a sinner because they're doing this or doing that, but then they'll weigh four, five, six, seven hundred pounds. Their body will be unhealthy, but they're not taking care of their body, but yet they're pointing out something else. And so we have to be careful. You know, so looking at all these different things, looking at the hidden sins. Remember, I did a write-up. I was doing some studying and there was a write-up and in it, it talked about God seeing us when we're alone. That's important. God sees us when we're alone, when no one else sees us, when no one else knows what we're doing, whether we're cheating, lying, stealing, looking at pornography, whatever it may be, when we're doing that, we have to remember God still sees us. He sees us when we're talking foolishness about each other. He sees us when we're lying on our taxes or stealing money or whatever it may be. You know the whole thing where if you go to Walmart or you go to a store and they keep 20 of your dollars by accident, you're ready to chew their face off and get angry, but let them give you an extra $20. And then you walk out and say, hey, I got an extra $20. You can't say God gave that to you because that's false. God wouldn't do that. And you can't sit back and say, hey, they owed me anyway for all the times that I've been buying stuff from them. No, you take that extra money and you take it back. God sees that. It's the little stuff. I've heard people preach about the shopping cart in the in the store. You go, you push your groceries to your vehicle, and you take the cart and just leave it laying there in the way for someone else to have to move it and take it back to where it belongs. It's all those little things. Being Christ-like even when no one's around. Is it a challenge? Of course it is. We have to stay focused. We have to remind ourselves, hey, I'm a child of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a woman of God. You know, I have to remember these things. We have to remind ourselves. But at the same time, we cannot sell short what Jesus Christ did for us. Because out of everything in the world, what God did, John 3.16, sending his son down to die for us. God gave his only son to us so we could be set free. That's powerful. You know, so, and I'm, and I'm bringing this up because I know some people don't like me saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, the old question, are we considered sinners? If you're saved, if Jesus Christ came down to die for you and you're saved, you're redeemed now, right? Why would you want to call yourself a sinner? Why would you want to sit back and say, okay, I was a sinner, but then Christ came, went through everything he went through on the earth, and now I'm born again, but wait, I'm not born again because I'm still considered a sinner. Or I'm a sinner, I'm just a poor old sinner saved by grace, but I'm still calling myself a sinner. There's a problem with that. And listen, you don't have to get on and argue because if you get on here and argue, then are you really being Christ-like? You know, put down some mature responses if you want. But as far as Steve Lewis goes, I don't call myself a sinner after what Jesus Christ did for me. I was a sinner born into sin because of Adam, but I will not discredit everything Jesus did just to turn around and say, I'm still under the old self. I'm still under the old man. I'm still a sinner as as if Jesus never went through everything he did, as if God never did what he did. To send the sacrificial lamb down. So why are we calling ourselves that old name? And not everybody does it, but some people do and some people get upset because I may say, no, I don't think I'm still a sinner. If you're saved by Jesus Christ, you shouldn't be titling yourself a sinner. Are you still capable of sin and doing something stupid? Of course you are, but you don't take on that title, right? A criminal goes to jail and he gets out and they call him an ex-con, an ex-convict, an ex-criminal. A Christian is a sinner, or a person is a sinner, then he gets saved by Jesus Christ, and you turn around and say, oh, he's just a sinner still. No, 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 not after everything he did for us. You know, It's really important to just think about that for yourself and and do some research. Don't just look online and say, hey, why should I call myself a sinner still, da-da-da-da-da, no. Don't go and say, oh, well, Paul said, I'm the worst sinner of them all. He was talking about what he had done. Christians had died because of Paul back before Paul became saved. You know, So that's really important. Everything the Lord has done for us to associate ourselves with that name and call ourselves the old man, calling ourselves a sinner, I'm just a sinner. I can only imagine what what would go through God's mind? What goes through Jesus' mind? What, you know, so I'm going to go ahead and continue reading before I get on a ramble. Romans three twenty through twenty five says, "For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. But, and this is key." in this passage in Romans. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law. As was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone, everyone who believes no matter who you are. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet, that word yet, God freely and graciously declares that we are righteous. Not we're sinners, we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin, People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. So here's what Jesus went through. Okay, so that was the end of the passage. I'm going to tell you what Jesus went through. And most of you already know. If you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John you will read about what he went through or watch the passion movie. That's a perfect example. Fast forward. If you've watched it already, fast forward to where Jesus is starting to be falsely accused after being taken in the garden, after Judas betrayed him. After Judas betrays him, Jesus went through hell on earth. They beat him. They spit on him. They mocked him. They tortured him where they whipped him they might as well say it's the cat of nine tails where they whipped him, tore the skin off his back, bleeding, whipped him terribly to the point where you couldn't even recognize it was him. Can you imagine that? And then on top of that, made him carry his cross as far as he could and then hung him on the cross after they got to the top of the hill. And then it was around six hours of hanging there in pain. And then he released his spirit and he died. God turned away from him because he was sin on that cross. He went through all that. The last thing you want to do is call yourself a sinner after Christ gave his life for you and me. I can't do it. It's like telling someone you're free and they say, No, I'm not. I'm not free. I'm still a prisoner dude, you're not a prisoner. We just went through and freed you. Well, I'm still a prisoner. Okay, fine. I'm a prisoner saved by grace, but I'm still a prisoner. You know what I mean? Come on, folks. Tough love. Okay, so check it out. And the reason why I say that is because God calls us these things. You can look these up in your Bible. He calls us new creations. He calls us forgiven. He says we're made whole. We belong to him. We should be hopeful, victorious, his child. We're justified. We're redeemed. We're heirs with Christ. We're saints. And that's just a few. So very important message, folks, you know, uh, in closing, I just want to encourage you all to stay focused, be there for one another, give each other strength, stay focused and know who you are through Christ. It's so very important. Know who you are through Christ very important. Yes. So that, that, that's it really, you know, and I just want to say one thing that I've said after each one, very important. Let's not wait until the last minute any longer. Let's get trained up, prayed up and ready. 2020 eyes open and awakened. Watch out for sin. Stay guarded. Remember you're victorious. Stay focused. Lean on some brothers and sisters in Christ very important. Need somebody to talk to? Send me a message. We'll find you someone to talk to. You know, we need to get connected. It's really important. I'm going to sit back and do some writing and work on some ideas on how to set up some Zoom meetings where there's just people getting together, doing wellness checks, seeing how each other's are doing, maybe a Bible study or two. I, I don't know yet. I'll be praying about it, see what the Lord wants me to do starting in January, but it's time to get connected. It's time to stay focused. We've got to start using the internet more to reach each other. We can reach people all around the world, just like I talked to Brother Pastor Joseph Kalo over in the Philippines this morning, and it's neat because it was like he was just around the corner. So amazing stuff. Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message. I thank you for encouraging me and giving me the words to speak. I thank you for being able to share on the Tough Love series. My prayer is that it reaches some folks the same way it's reached me, Lord, the same way it's touched my life, caused me to be a better person, to be a better Christian. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for that. We pray for every individual out there hurting and suffering. We pray for all the lost, Lord, that they'll come to know you in a greater way as their Savior and Lord. We just thank you so much for all the blessings. Thank you for allowing me to reach people all around the world from my home. I do not take it lightly, Lord, so I thank you. We ask a blessing on all our listeners and watchers, and we just thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Hope you enjoyed the show. Look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget about checking out kingdomcommunity.tv. We have the TV show. We'd love for you to get over there and you can subscribe to the channel. You can even donate to the channel if you want to help us in the ministry, but you can just listen and watch all the shows that we've got posted. We also want to encourage you to make sure you not only listen to my shows, but check out some other shows on Kingdom Community TV as well. we got great ministers, great teachings, great, great, Teachings. I can't share that enough. Awesome stuff. Also, don't forget about. Relevance for Today podcast show as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, you name it, we're out there. Just get any app on your phone, any podcast app. And you can watch us and listen to us at any time at your convenience while you're working, while you're running, while you're jogging, while you're driving, whatever it may be. Hey, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to leave us a rating if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. The, he- the ratings help us a lot. Really appreciate it gets people, gets us in the cycle. So more people want to listen to us. More people want to watch us. Hey, with that being said, share us with a friend and family. Hey, God bless you all. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. Peace.